coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Den. This is The Brothers Catch-Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to just catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi, and with me, as always, is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. And, well, I am excited to talk this week because I feel like we had such a good flow last week that we're just going to follow it over and like really capture that energy yeah last week was fun it was a good conversation a little different yeah so i encourage anyone out there who's listening to this podcast if you didn't catch last week's to go back and listen to last week's so what were your what i guess were your takeaways from the from i don't know what were your questions that you still wanted to go over because i had some thoughts well i don't know if mine are necessarily questions that I still want to go over. They're more just... Like, what do we think about these things? It was, yeah, because, you know, life has a way of being weird that, like, after we have that conversation about consciousness and all these things, it just so happens, like, the next week, I find myself talking about these other things that just happen to show up. tie in. Um, and the first thing was lucid dreaming, because my fiancé is... She lucid dreams almost every night, and mm. I thought that was crazy. Like, I didn't even know that about her. We were talking about dreams, and she's like, she's like, I don't get it. She's like, you don't, you can't just, like, control what you're doing? She's like, you don't know you're dreaming? I'm like, no. <laughs> like, that's not a thing that, like, most people can do. I've, I've had, I've had some <clears throat> lucid dreams. I've never had one. But, I, in the last, like, probably I would say five to ten years of my life i've had very few dreams at Whoa. all but i used to have a lot of really we've had recurring dreams we had we've had the same yeah. dream mm-hmm. we've had the same recurring dream yeah but i've had some lucid dreams i've also had sleep paralysis i've never like i've never had any of those those things like, i've never had sleep paralysis never had Twice a lucid I've dream they suck um it I sounds like it, at all. it sounds terrifying yeah, I didn't like it at all. It's like a demon. People like talk about like you feel like there's a demon on <laughs> yeah, top of you. Yeah, what does that even mean? I felt like it. Well, the first one I had, <clears throat> I felt like I was having like a vision. Like I could see how people, like saints and sh- 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 like all those stories, are when they're like, "Oh, I saw Mary." Like they wake up from. I, that's what I felt like. I got, I was on a religious trip in Italy. It was like I was so jet lagged and tired that. In my sleep, I literally experienced sleep paralysis and had this dream that I was walking with a statue of Mary through the streets of Assisi. <laughs> like, it was bizarre. But I wanted to move. Like, I'm in my sleep. I was, like, almost, like, aware. Well, because, like, that's what people t- say about that, right? I was like, like, I want to wake you're up. Awake. Like, you know you're awake. Yeah. Like, but you can't do anything about it. Yeah, it's horrifying. And then the second one I had, I thought it was, like, at first it was, like, a dream about aliens. So, like, the aliens had me paralyzed but like i knew i was just sleeping i was like wake up dude you can move but i couldn't and it sucks i didn't but i've only had it those two times i've never had it again. like dreams like dreams in general are just what weird. do you think they are like i don't know like it's weird that everyone kind of has the same everyone has different dreams but everyone has had like the same sensations i've had dreams like, that i haven't been in, that i wasn't <clears> in 
But well, that's weird. I know. I don't know what that means. I know, and I've had dreams. People say you can't have dreams where you die, and I swear to, I swear I've had dreams where I've died. Amanda has dreams where she dies. Yeah. Ama- well, that's how this whole thing started, because when we were talking about the lucid dreaming, Amanda, she's weird. She has nightmares all the time. Like, almost every dream she has is a nightmare. That's it's terrifying. crazy. It's, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> but she gets to choose. Which, it's like, she has to choose her own so she can't, nightmares. <laughs> so she can't, yeah. So like she, but she knows she's in a dream, so she has power in the dream. Um, but she said she's like she's killed herself a bunch in her dreams because like she knows it's the only way to get out of it, and it's like, well, I guess I'm just gonna have to like give myself up to these zombies, and it's like, I like my dreams are so <laughs> like one of the dreams I kind of it's not necessarily a recurring dream, but like dreaming I'm playing baseball and I'll like hit a ball into the gap, and I just I just can't run, like I just can't get to second base, I keep falling down. I'm, my legs are in quicksand, but that happens a lot. Sometimes I used to dream about like being kidnapped and you're trying to run away, and like my legs will not move, and I have no power over that. And like when I'm having a dream, there is nothing about it that is a dream. Like it, it could be the most reality. ridiculous thing. Like this is real now. This is my life. Yeah, I've had dreams like that. That were super vivid and realistic and felt like I was in another world. Like, literally, wish I wouldn't wake up from the dream when I woke up. Like, I was like, no, that was my life. That was amazing. There was, I had this one dream. I think I was, like, maybe 12 years old. And I woke up, and it was, like, I remember, like, waking up and, like, everything was just, like, I was, like, just looking around. I'm like, that was real. Like, that was real. (laughs) And I was dreaming I had superpowers, so I'm like, okay, hold on. I, like, did my normal thing, like, wake up, I went to the living room, I'm just sitting in the chair, I didn't even turn the TV on, and I just start looking around the room, and I just picked an object, and I'm like, I can make this thing move, and I just stared <laughs> at it, trying to make it move, and then obviously it didn't move, because it was a dream, but, like, that's, it's just, like, <sighs> yeah, I, yeah, uh, I've had dreams that, also have felt super real and like that was definitely my life where i've either been killed or have been in dire situations where i wake up just as i was about to be killed but um you know what i'm talking about in like the when you can't run like you ever had that in the dream when you feel like you can't run i've never had anything like that not that i can recall where like i feel like i can't run i've had i've had a lot of dreams that at the time I remembered extremely vividly that I can't remember at all. How many, like, recurring dreams do you have? It's like, like a handful of them? Probably four. Yeah. Like, the one that me and you share is... When was the last time you had that dream? I don't think I've had it since time. the day yeah, we, since talked we talked about, about it. it. Yeah, I think It's that's weird true. that, like, we talked about it and then it just but was gone. I don't even know... I mean, the stories at the time matched up, but that was... We were both in a car where our mom... We were parked at the Colony store. Yep. Yep. The Colony store is a, pl- a, little, a little farmer's market where we grew up. And what car is it in your dream? Is it the, the Mercedes? Brown Mercedes, yeah. yeah. The Brown Mercedes. And she gets out of the car. We're both in the back seat. You're in like a car seat. Yeah. And she just... And she doesn't put the car in park. So we just start rolling. <laughs> but it rolls backwards and I'm able to steer it. What do we crash into a hay bale? So I don't remember that part, but when I remember like my, I remember it's, you steer it all the way back to the house, which doesn't make any sense because like in reality 
where the colony is and where our house was, they're very far apart. Like you wouldn't be able not to just very like, far, but like you you you're can't not coasting. Reverse, yeah, you're, you're not just like coasting there. there. And in my dream, I like house, the house is like in a swamp. The house is in a swamp, and like weird. obviously, people listening don't know our our house, but like yeah. there was this. It's off of a street that is off of this curve, and I, like it turned into like a bridge in mine, where it was like you're going over this bridge and you're crossing over this like swampy bog. And it's weird that we both had that, like, what, what, like, it's so specific for us to both be like, yeah, our house is a swamp now, and we were... I had this recurring dream when I was really little, like, really little, that Aunt Linda and my mom had a big party at our house, and they were, there were, like, people doing drugs, like... I didn't even know what drugs no, that, were. No, that really happened. You don't remember that? <laughs> <laughs> there were, like, people doing drugs. And then there were, like... We lived in a pyramid, and this very specific pyramid-shaped structure. It's, you know, off the parkway on exit 89? There's those, like, kind of triangular buildings that are... Yeah, 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 yeah. That's literally where we lived. Interesting. I don't know what those buildings are. They're not... They're, like, they're just, like, office, office buildings. buildings yeah. We lived in there, and... There was this big obese lady who had very thick makeup on. And I was like a small child when I'm having this dream, mind you. But this lady like made out with me and her gum was in my mouth. And it, How old I, were you? I was small. Like really small. Like I was a little kid. And it was like I didn't, I didn't know what to do. So I ran to mom and Aunt Linda who were in the bathroom. And there were fish in the bathtub. I'm moving the mic. There were fish in the bathtub. And I, I told them what happened. And they said, just spit your gum in the toilet. And I spit my gum in the toilet, and there was fish in the toilet. And that was that dream I had a lot. Like, I used to have that dream a lot. It's so weird, because, like... I don't know what that dream means, Like that so, dream is so messed up. One of my weird recurring dreams was... Um, I would be in... You know, like, if you go... You know, like, outdoor, like, Adirondack chairs that are, like, plastic? Yeah. All right. Kind of like that, but not an Adirondack, like a normal chair. Like, the little plastic, like, toy chairs for, like, little kids. Yes. I would be sitting in that chair, and this is when I was little. So I'd be sitting in that chair in a white room, and I would just be in the corner of the room. And then the room would just get bigger and bigger, and I would get smaller and smaller. <laughs> and that was the entire dream for hours. That one used to terrify me. I used to have a weird one where I played, like, every character in the dream. You were just everyone. It was this big, like, half-pipe ramp, and I was uh, a professional monster truck driver who was driving up and down this, like, half-pipe. Then I was also a little kid on a bench that was, like, right next to it, like, in a park. I don't know why there was a park right next to this monster truck rally. Um, and then next to that little boy was a grandma, and I was also the grandma. And I remember, like, it's so weird in the dream where, like, you're having all three of these like lives simultaneously like i remember at the same time you're thinking three different ways about all three things but like the tires on the monster truck were these bombs and like if i hit wrong on the ramp it would blow up and i'd kill the grandma which is me but it would like, it was dreams are weird which is why i'm so fascinated by lucid dreaming so i you don't know what i think dreams are what so i'm really big on like time's not linear yeah and i'm really big on the idea that we were talking about this off mic, but about how atheists ask the question of Christians. I see it all the time on like TikTok. 
smugly, as if there's no answer to this. Um, how could God be omnis, like omnipotent? How can he know everything? But you also have free will. And like that's a really profound question. Like it's asked in, you know, conservative, not conservative, in Christian theology, Catholic theology specifically, often on a lot. And people have wrestled with this for thousands of years. My belief is that God is omniscient, but it's because every decision gets made, like in parallel universes, in different dimensions, on no matter different what planes the decision of existence, is, whatever. There's versions of all yeah. of us that do all sorts of things. There's aliens and planets on universes on across the galaxy and in the all over, and every thing that could ever possibly happen will and is happening at any given moment in time, and it's possible to travel between these moments in time just by we I think you brought up astral projection but just by being at the right frequency or vibration well, in order exactly. to transcend so that's... now I can't do that and I don't know there's nothing that really that's what faith is right so like faith is forming I grew up a catholic I'm I was really interested in in the Jewish religion for a long time and Islam for a long time I'm pretty well read on a bunch of different religions in my opinion, no one is right. We're all searching for truth. And the closest to truth is this kind of Christian Jesus figure existing at some point in our history to tell us this truth and the translations of this truth through the powerful in societies across now multiple civilizations and translations and languages comes to us in the way that it comes to us in religions that it is but i think our dreams this is to go back like circle all the way back i think our dreams are us kind of transitioning to like different realities yeah and so planes of existence. i kind of i kind of like phasing in and out i kind of agree with that because like and i think that's where people like amanda have the ability to lucid dream it's like she has a higher sensitivity to these realms than i do like i don't have it and there's a few moments in our in our lives that you gain access to these different realms right like whether it's through like i mean ayahuasca ayahuasca right like they use it for this purpose they uh when you're dreaming um there's a few different ways like meditation you like can a, like like, like in, people talk about like, like in stranger things when she's in the hyperbolic chamber in complete darkness and yeah. silence and you just focus in on yeah like you can kind of but that's where I'm going to kind of not go off topic, but I'm, this all started because Amanda and I were laying in bed and we are just talking about this shit for like hours. Yeah. And we're talking, and then I brought up like mediums, mm -hmm. like the, the guys on TV who were like, One M, I'm, I'm hearing an M. <laughs> like, I don't think that's necessarily. Isn't it amazing? We could just say all we just said and I'm like, that's bullshit though. Well. <laughs> But then you like, all right. But maybe it's not the Long Island medium. Yeah, Teresa Caputo. I believe her. And what do I know? I believe her so much because I mean, she's all I think it is. But I don't know. All I think it is is she just happens to have a higher sensitivity to a different realm that I don't have access to. Maybe like, like there are these different planes and dimensions all around us. We only have access to three. Like we but only problem, see this world in three dimensions. The problem is, see, everything's a grift. Also, though. So, like, the thing about magicians and magic, like, even the most amazing magic tricks, when you boil it down, are tricks. No one's performing <laughs> magic out there. 
I don't Except know. For maybe David Blaine. Well, like that's what I'm saying, right? Like I don't know. If, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> like David Blaine. That's being that's able to just a joke. I'm not David Blaine being able to stick suits. his hand or stick a needle through his directly through his but hand, pull magic. it out, and like it's it's a form of something, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I understand what what you're saying, but at the same time, like all right, Teresa Caputo before TLC found her and was putting her on TV, what she was, was she doing, doing that? Right, like she was, was practicing. What was she practicing? There's a J in the But that's My not. My mom's was Janet. But that's not what she does. I know. I've Who's seen that dude? Do some amazing Who's that dude things? that you really liked when you were a kid? John Edwards. Yeah, well, you he loved... was proven to be BS. I didn't yeah, love him. You loved I thought him. he was funny. You watched that show constantly. No, I did not. Crossing Over. I barely watched Crossing Over. But I do remember Crossing Over with John Edwards. Does someone in this crowd have have any relation to? Mom really liked John Edwards. A female who has passed. Oh, yes. Mm. Letter M. <laughs> M? M. That's what I said, M. Like, it wasn't quite like that. But that's there's a name for that. People have done that for hundreds of years. But, like, Teresa Caputo doesn't do that. She's like, you meet with her and she's telling you, like, shit you, you only ever told to one person. Like, maybe. But, again, like, I just think it's kind of all in that same realm of if you have... Sensitivities. I think it's possible to these that some you can people, practice it. There's a great X Files episode with um. See, you, do you ever watch the X Files? You made me watch one episode. And it was the most terrifying oh thing God. I've ever seen in my life, and I would never watch another. The X Files is such a great show, but there's there's so many good episodes that relate to things now that were like, it's one of those shows that were just prof- prophetic in a lot of ways. But there's an episode where the dad from, I believe, uh, everyone loves Raymond. Is Ray Romano? No, the dad. Oh, the dad, the old guy. His dad. That actor that everyone loves as soon as they see him, they're like, "Oh my god, I love that guy." He is gifted with this ability to sense the like the dead, solve murders like a medium. But Mulder doesn't believe him. He's because like Mulder, Mulder usually believes everything, but in this instance, he's like people who solve crimes using this. It's always a shtick. Just like we're saying about Teresa Caputo. Well, that's what you're real. saying. Don't say. Yeah, don't like, want me always, in there. That's always a shtick. But he could actually do it. And the whole time, Mulder's like, no, wait. But Scully, in this instance, is like, actually, I kind of believe this guy. He's doing amazing things. But because Mulder is so skeptical of this specific thing, which usually is bullshit, he's missing out on the actual, like, good thing. Who can do it. So, like, I don't know. Maybe this is an instance. But now, I'm just skeptical of mediums but what, in general. But, like... What is it? Like, what... I don't know why. What is the propensity for all humans to be skeptical? Every person is skeptical about something. I would say... Hold on, wait, wait. Yeah, sorry. You have a very open mind. You are... when When we talk conspiracy, when we talk religion, when we talk... What we were just saying about dreams. All these things. You have a very open mind. But then you bring up this topic and nah no way i'm skeptical (laughs) which is fine you're allowed to be what is it about us that like we can believe certain things but just not others but it's weird because if you believe the other things shouldn't you technically like not that you should believe in everything i think it's one of the tragedies of our time that we don't embrace these things right like we have 
the beautiful thing about humanity and, and the ability to be a sentient being that thinks for yourself is the ability to come to form your own beliefs over the things that you experience personally and know to be true based on what you live and understand. And it's okay that we don't all come to the same conclusions about what absolute reality is. The cliche, perception is reality, doesn't mean, hey, it's become to be understood that like because we're always so manipulated that our perception is reality. But really the, the saying is, what you perceive to be true is true. That's what the saying really means. So if we all just operated under that understanding that like what I believe is true is true for me. And whether or not you're convinced of another truth or an alternate understanding of the reality around you shouldn't impact my understanding of the reality around me. We live different lives. And that's okay. In today's society, because we don't have that understanding of reality and perception and truth we miss out on the ability to kind of have these have these moments where we're not skeptical of everything that challenges our understanding of reality well okay so i think i'm like on the complete opposite end where like i'll believe anything yeah. like if you tell me and it sounds cool i'm like i'm in i'm like that's it like that's <laughs> that's real so, like, I've been on a huge Graham Hancock kick. I, okay. Yeah, I like the, Graham Hancock. In the past week, I've been watching, like, every time he's on Joe Rogan, I've been watching videos of uh, Randall Carlson and these different things. And I was watching the Joe Rogan episode where he has Graham, Randall, and he has Michael, Michael Shermer, yep. the skeptic. That's that guy's an asshole. And he's, like, <laughs> and he's an asshole because it's, like, I don't – and maybe it's – it's not that I'm, I have anything wrong against people who are skeptical. I get it. It's probably, like you're Michael probably Schammer. better off being yeah. skeptical than not. Like, he just seems like he's trying to be skeptical just for the hell of it. Like, he's, like, he's d- directly brought face-to-face with, like, evidence. And he's like, well, everyone has evidence. Well, but no, that's not how this works. You can't just, like, dismiss it. And, like, so I just look at it and go, what a boring, crabby, uppity way to live your life like it's so not fun to live that way but there are different if you if you give uh if you give me any sort of idea that sounds cool i'm in man let's go but that's not good for everyone it's good for me it's more fun to live that way maybe to you especially because i but since listening to these podcasts like we're doing we're done (laughs) like we comments are coming floods are coming we're all going down that way. So, like, let's have fun while you're here. That's what we talked about last week. Like, just, we take life so seriously. I just think that it's harder for, I, listen, everyone is going to walk away from any conversation or discussion and reach their own conclusions anyway. And it's it's just, we're living in a time where the conclusion is kind of pushed on people before you know, evidence is even presented. Like in that episode specifically of Joe Rogan, where Graham Hancock and Randall Carlson are talking about things that they didn't even, that the flood hadn't even happened yet, right? Like the that science had come to the conclusion that now there was a flood 12,500 years ago. Um, I mean, they know there was a flood, but they, they're arguing about the fact that like, was it slow moving or was it rapid? Yeah, okay. 
And Graham and Randall are saying, well, it was rapid. It was a rapid melting. And he's like, no, it ain't. That's not what happened. What if Earth and humanity are bound to reset every couple tens of thousands of years or so mod and we just do forget i think our, it has to and forget our past and I mean, that's, are, what, that's what that's what graham kind of says right like but i we, think it's an eraser like we just forget but i think there are some people who are going to ascend to that next plane of consciousness and there are people who probably were in that same that happened when the last thing happened right like there's probably there were probably people who like maybe not just saw it coming but we're living a life that like when they're talking about Quebecly Tepe and these other crazy finds and they're talking about this pillar in Quebecly Tepe that is perfectly aligned to true north it's got incredibly advanced carvings that like it's not carved into it's carved out meaning like yeah you're carving around it to create your shape you're not carving the shape itself and the pictures are in the book and it's it's really fascinating and so uh, I just completely lost what I was trying to say there. What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Like for real? <laughs> Swear to God. And you know what's so funny about that? After watching Graham and Randall and even Michael like talk, I'm so jealous of their ability to just... They can talk for five minutes straight about a very serious topic, not say, um, like... St- stutter stammer well, that's or lose being, a train of yeah, thought that's called they're, being intelligent they're so educated and smart it's like yeah. goddamn, like i'm like i'm not that guy what do you try i'm just a normal guy we're both just, who loses that's the beauty of this podcast who just lost his train of thought i don't even know what i was talking about well you were talking about the specific carvings of yeah i don't know why i don't know why i was talking about that but let's say like oh those people yes whoever those people were that were working on that and making that they probably had some like advanced understanding of things, and they might have been the types of people who, when the the floods come and the comet hits or whatever happens, they ascend, right? Like they they go beyond what that that reality is. I hope so, because there's other. But see, I think that I think our bodies are meat suits. So like, yeah, we said that last week. Did I say that? I, I think I said that because I was quoting Pete Holmes, who always says that. Yeah, like I think we're just gonna go boop, and like you, we said it. Yeah, we did say it last week because if I said we take your, it's like taking your VR headset off. Yeah, I think that that's kind of what it'll hopefully if you live a good life, like when you are Zen and you can keep yourself and you have an understanding of the world that you're tr- like Earth is a prison. This is a prison. It's not a prison. And no, it, in a lot of ways it is. I don't like, think so. For the spiritual being, for someone who wants to be... That's all we have. For someone who wants to be spiritually free and live a life... Think about your anxiety. But that's not... But that, okay, but that's not the earth. That's... That's, that's society. society. That's people. But, We've done that. But it's true for being... For being human like you're yeah. going suffering and sure. anxiety is true for being you said the earth so, is a prison i don't think the earth is a prison being human is a this prison. exists yeah in I'm a sure. lot of ways sure i agree with that but but <clears throat> the beauty 
there's beauty in suffering. There's beauty in struggle. There's beauty in existing and persevering and surviving. The will to live. Of course, you need it. So, because if you don't have it, how can you appreciate it? How can you appreciate what it is? Yeah. <clears throat> so I think that at the end of your existence, if you've done well, if you've become Zen in spite of all the things that have, can hold you back, if you've contributed, if you've done the net, like the like the Taoist, it's like you're not supposed to leave an impact, but if you've done enough to like leave a better existence for so the you, next generation. You said like, that to me last week, two weeks ago, about I should look into that, like Taoism. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I don't the, know, what is it? I have the, I mean, it's just a Chinese philosophy that rivaled Confucianism that eventually won out, but now is kind of in vogue. Like, a lot of people read book, Tao, Taoist books. But the book of Tao by Che... Is it about Sing, being just, like, super, Sei like, or whatever his name not is. affected by things? Like, you show, like, no emotion and you're very, like... No, it's more about... Well, kind of, but it's about, like... It's about living a moral life. You know, it's about how to how to live a, a good existence. And the philosophy essentially boils down to, like, you should do as little as possible for as... And leave as little impact as possible. And that's a good life. If you're trying to... If you're trying to do... And it's been twisted in a lot of ways, but if you read the actual, the Tao Te Ching or whatever the first one is, like that is the essence of the book. Like you have to be neutral to your environment and to your to everyone you come encounter with. Could you argue just having this podcast is very anti-Taoist? Yeah, I mean you could, but at the same time, like. It does say to like to to use what you have available to you and live within the means of your society. So I might like, I might write a philosophy. Yeah, go for it. I might create a new one. We could why write it? Let's just explain it on the podcast. We're kind of doing that. Because like when was the last time like a philosophy was invented? Probably every day. I feel like they're always old. People are always doing it. Buddhism. People literally every university in the country has a philosophy department. Like, and every wannabe philosophy professor is bullshit book about what their philosophy is. And yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> what idiots? Why is everyone searching for like what? Like That's we talked about this last week, yeah. right? Like what is like? Like everyone is searching for something. What if I told you it's all nothing? Don't like don't we're not try to understand it. We're not supposed to be here. It's a crazy amount Absolutely. of odds that happen to. Get us here, and it's great. We should be grateful for what we have, but don't look too deep into it. It's nothing. We're all going to go on our way, and we'll see what happens. Why do you have to figure it out? But see, the biggest the biggest proof of that ideology or thought process, and the biggest is also its biggest, like, I guess, proof of flaw, flaw whatever they call the antithesis of a proof. Like the tardigrade. The antithesis? Yeah, like the tardigrade. When you look down at the microscopic level, like, to a tardigrade is nothing. It's just. What are you saying? A tardigrade. It's a small microscopic insect. I don't even know if it's an insect, but a it's tardigrade? an organism. Yeah, it's like the small, smallest. You're making that up. No. It's the smallest multi celled organism. But its existence, its proof that it, it lives, it searches out food, it has a brain, it goes and does whatever it needs to do, it produces, it survives in almost any environment possible. 
But maybe that's just... If a, if a rocket ship goes into space, a tardigrade will be moving and surviving on the outside of that rocket ship for as long as the rocket ship probably. But that's just... Much. I think that's just the product of... of of the evolution of but organism, right? Like my, any any organism, the yeah. single cell organism, their goal is to survive in advance, even if it's a with no brain like a plant. So that's what like I'm a saying. plant's goal out in your lawn, yeah. like your blade of grass. Its goal is to survive yes. in advance and multiply. It's got no brain. That's, okay, so that's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, and he, we could tie this all into society. We call it a nice day. Love it. This has been good. There are a few other things I want to touch on, but we'll wrap up the philosophy Paul. aspect. You can't tell me it's all an accident and that there's no bigger, higher purpose and we shouldn't look into it any deeper than it is and still tell me that every that life is so... It's actually not... You... Life is not fragile. You just life nailed it. absolutely You bountiful. just nailed it. Because Graham yes. Hancock was kind of talking about this. Like, um, What did you say? Go back. I wish I could like I said, record this thing and go back. Well, you said this, like, about this not being an accident. You can't tell me it's a mistake or an accident or whatever. And when we life... shouldn't. And you said, and we shouldn't question it. And that we shouldn't look into it. We shouldn't look into it. The whole point, and this is like what Graham Hancock talks about these lost civilizations, is like, why wouldn't we look into things if we have a question that comes up? So I'm kind of like flip flopping my own point. Like, if you have something that comes up, why that is is mysterious. Don't you want to know the answer? Don't we want to know the answer? And if we have the means to explore it and try to understand it. But that's why I think what Graham Hancock does and puts out is worth people considering. We don't have to upend the entire academic establishment on every harebrained theory. But we also have to recognize the alternatives. They're not infallible. Yes, we also have to recognize the alternatives to the academic consensus. Because consensus in any academic institution, especially things that are supposed to be scientific is bad usually and dangerous yeah we need to be able to, i i tell you this all the time and if there's anyone out there whoever hears this who's some sort of physicist and wants to come on and debate me on this or tell me i'm wrong and explain why i would totally love to do that but you're gonna debate a physicist not debate but like have a conversation say, yeah. because as far as i understand physics the big bang theory black hole theory as stephen hawking was laid out and albert einstein's famous E equals MC squared are three totally separate versions of physics that do not they can't compatible they can't exist so if reality exists they all explain the phenomenons that we know but only one could be right but that's for what we know right like yeah the, it, there could easily be a fourth option that no one is but that's what I'm saying yeah we build our understanding of physics and science on the principles well, of these ideas that we know are not correct correct so Again, I don't want to get too heavy and just talking about Graham Hancock in the podcast, but like, oh, so yeah, he talks about um, in specifically Quebecly Tepe when they're talking about initially they said before it was ever found, yeah, the the consensus was hunter gatherers are not capable of something like that. Mm-hmm. Then something like that is found, and they go, "I guess we were wrong. They can." And Graham says. Well, why is that, <laughs> that what you're wrong? About? Why is that what you're wrong about? What if you're just wrong about the fact that it wasn't hunter gatherers? Yeah. Like, what if it was just someone else? There was another type of society that was around. 
that was more advanced, and they, they passed on technology and ideas. Anyone who's not familiar with Graham Hancock, you don't have to sit necessarily watch Joe Rogan's podcast with Graham Hancock. Graham Hancock, Graham Hancock has book. plenty of books out there, and I have some of them. I've read a lot of them. They're good. And he's got a lot of interesting evidence. And there's more than just Graham Hancock. If you're interested in the idea of a global civilization that existed before recorded history that that may have possibly existed. Or if you want to look into the existence of maybe giants that coexisted with humans that he also touches on at times. Like, uh, it's really interesting stuff. Um, You know... But to tie everything... Yeah, go ahead. ...into kind of society today... And what we were saying kind of about Taoism and a little bit about dreams. I think because we live in such a world where everything has been manipulated and propagandized to keep the corporate establishment. We live in a real new feudalism out here. And there's the corporate state that is starting to emerge and it's really rushing they're pushing their plan like the vaccines and covid and how come people aren't skeptical consoli- about that shit the consolidation of power and there's a, the even you can go back to the decision to put fluoride in the water like there's always a conspiracy angle that ties into the notion that human beings as a collective are capable of much more than we have been allowed to know that we have the ability to kind of vibrate and and change our frequencies to elevate well, existence and to uh, and that our cell phones and technologies like that were put into our lives in order to to captivate our attentions and create an AI hive mind that can manipulate what human hive mind is actually capable of now all these things may not necessarily be true but I'm saying there's a lot of but keep going I'm sorry all these things tie into each other if you look deep in the, there's not there's not all multiple conspiracy theories out there. In many ways, a lot of these things overlap and intertwine, and no one knows truth. And it's as simple as like, yeah, just have to understand. Why that. is why is marijuana a Schedule One drug? Why why have you ever watched Reaper Madness? It's the most ridiculous. Thing. I recommend everyone go watch it. It's become a kind of a joke movie now, but it was for real. That that's um, the mentality. And then like you can get into like the topics of like DMT and like the the things that people are like. People who take DMT come back and they have very similar experiences without ever knowing what the other person's experience was. So it's like, how can everyone in their own lives who have these different avenues that they go down, everyone has lives differently, have this weird, similar, spiritual, other realm-like experience? There's got to be... And There's got to be something more. And you can look into what the government says about all of these things because the government has declassified files on things like astral projection or uh, uh, DMT effects. Uh, what acid and you're going to tell me they study these things? And you're going to tell spend me millions and millions of dollars on these things? And they, mediums aren't real. I just think that most. Although mediums, you know what's crazy? Like why would she be on TLC? Hold on. You know what's crazy? Yes. You know what my thing is though? What? Psychics, they're such bullshit. Like I don't like. Well, yeah, like like if these people could do what they're tr- what they're saying. Why are you a psychic? Why would you just be like I'm? Why are you charging five dollars to be? Yeah. yeah, like. Oh my god, that's so funny. But maybe there are some. There's got to be, right? Uh, maybe. All right, so I do want to talk about a few pop culture things. All right, real quick, because I got pee. Yeah. Do you want to take a break? No, nah, we'll go through it. All right. So 
Do you have any movies to review since we last spoke? Uh, no. We, we I haven't watched anything. The next movie that we'll, I'm assuming we're probably going to talk about it's is... Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. That's like five days away. It's thir- Thursday, April 23rd. That's exciting. Or Friday. I don't have HBO. I We canceled our HBO subscription. Why? Well, we canceled it before Kong and Godzilla came out. And then now it's just gone. Hmm. I have it. But I do want to watch that movie. You can take mine and... Just for that movie. Maybe we'll watch that all together. I've started watching... On Friday, I want to do a poke night with you. Now we're fun. just like planning a night on the podcast. Yeah, it'd be good. Um, but I did want to um, talk about Pluto TV. Have you ever heard of it? No. Okay, it's like a website where you can go and watch live television. There's like hundreds of channels. I guess it's for people who have... You have to pay like... for it? No, it's completely free. Pluto.tv, and there's, I think it's for people if you have like a Kindle Fire Stick or like a Roku or something. I just happened to stumble across it because I was looking for a way to watch American Gladiators, but it has so many like cool, old, weird shows that, like, why do I pay for shit? This is such a great service, and I've been using it for the last few days, and it's got tons of stuff. How. What is this? Why, why don't I know about this? I don't it's got tons of cool things. This is there, free? There are commercials and they, a lot of live stuff, but you can also on-demand stuff. Now, I haven't figured out how to make the search feature on my browser easy, but I have been able to find things that I want to watch. Watch free so. now. Wow. That's pretty cool. So I wanted to bring that up. And I also wanted to mention uh, I've pre-ordered the first video game. I don't usually pre-order video games, but the first video game I've pre-ordered in a very long time and I'm very excited about it. Is it the next Dynasty Warriors game? No. Is it a shooter? No. Is it a, a role-playing game? I don't know. I wouldn't classify it, it as that. So it's not like the, the next Skyrim or something? Nope. It's coming out April 30th. Uh, for the Nintendo Switch. Mario Party 18. No. Pokemon Snap 2. No fucking way. There's a yeah, Pokemon Snap 2? It's coming out. Since when? I would be the best at Pokemon Snap. I do have a, I do have a Nintendo Switch now, so... Ooh, there you go. You that's gotta get, exciting. You gotta get the Pokemon Snap. Does it, is there, like, a special edition? Like, you wanna watch the trailer? There, there should be... Pokemon Snap should have... Like, with, with technology the way it is today, they should sell a controller that's a camera that when I move it on... I'm, I see it on my TV and it's moving with me and I like literally hit a button and I make that happen. But I'm very excited now because Pokemon Snap's awesome. I will kick your ass and I, my pictures will be so much better than your pictures. Game Freak doesn't have a great track record of making Pokemon games that stand up for adults in the last few years. I think, the, I think they're going to nail it with this. But I have faith that Pokemon Snap is going to be... I didn't even know there was a second Pokemon Snap coming out. Yeah, man. Are you sure? So this is going to be a really long episode because we're going to throw on that we watched the end of the Yankee game. If you're a Yankee fan out there, if if you're a fan of this podcast and you haven't realized yet, I hide little gems of our pre-recordings once we test our sound at the end of the show, just after some silence, because like the determined would stick around and try to see what's in the silence. It's almost like the after credit scenes. But in this instance, we recorded for a while because we were watching the end of the Yankee game. So it's I'm like throw that minutes, in there at yeah. the end too. So we got plenty of right. plenty of content this week. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you're out there, we're gonna watch the Pokemon Snap trailers. Um, I hope that I see you online. If you have a gamer tag on Snap, 
let's all play Pokemon Snap together. All right. Wait, you can play multi? You can play multi? I don't know. I, we have to look into it. I don't know. You're something like, I'm going to squirt all over you. Like, get, time okay, to get squirted. Thanks, everyone out there in Ketchup Land. <laughs> time to get squirted. Yeah, something like that. It's <laughs> gross. All right. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye. Have a good week.
I've only ever gotten comments on Q sticker positive. No one's ever come out of their way to be mine, right? negative about it. There. That's a good spot. Yeah. I wonder if it's going I would straighten out your wire so you get some, like, slack. Slack, yeah. Look at that. There we go. Watch crush. Oh, oh boy. it was almost. It was almost <laughs> good. It was only good because the pitch should have been hit, and he didn't hit it. It's weird how excited I get for foul balls these days. That was only like four rows back. It was a line drive. John Carlos like, all right, I did my one, my one thing that I do every once in a while. If John Carlo heats up. There's a chance everyone else will kind of like. <laughs> we have six different players that could potentially carry this team. None of them will. I think, when is Stanton <laughs> going to change the stance, though? When does he go, all right, this ridiculous closed-off stance <laughs> doesn't work? Never. Our players it was, are stuck in their way. It was meant, I think, for him to cover the outside part of the plate, but like he can't cover the outside part of the plate. And he gets beat in. So... <laughs> like, three meek at-bats... I don't think we've gone a game without an error in that error column. That was pretty terrible as far as the bottom of the eighth inning goes. In a game that you're down one after losing five of your last six games. Like... The names in the lineup are good. They're good names. But here's the thing, because I've said this to you before. They're not really. Like, correct. <laughs> like Hicks is isn't not a good name. Good. Yes. He gets talked about like he's way better than he is. Correct. Frazier is nothing. Correct. Glaber is really nothing at this point. Judge Gary, like I love Gary. And Gary has an amazing Gary stretch. hasn't been anything since 17. So, I mean... Judge has never been able to come particularly close to like, his But, like, Judge is fine right now. But I'm he, not even worried about Judge. DJ, I'm not even worried about DJ. Giancarlo, I'm not even really even talking about him. But that means there's six other spots. Even Gio, who I love. And who's playing well. What's wrong with your TV? Oh, shit, I don't know. Is that my TV this time? Oh, is that just a commercial? Because, like, why would they have a commercial like that? That can't be a commercial. It doesn't look like my TV. Why would they do that? I think it was broken. What a terrible commercial that is. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> How can we be so bad at scoring runs? Even Luke Voigt. Like, when Luke Voigt comes back... If the rest of the league was struggling at scoring runs, I wouldn't... I'd be like, okay, maybe they just dejuice the well, ball. Well, to be fair, around the league, teams that were expected to be good haven't been great, and teams that have been expected to be bad have been better than expected. So, like... Like the Red Sox, the the Red Sox, the Mariners, like... But what I'm saying is the Yankees are 28th in runs scored. Yeah, no, we're the worst offensive team in baseball. So, that's not the ball We're having historic lows through the first 15 games. Like, 
no Yankee team through this many games has ever had an OPS this low, a slugging this, this is low, like all on the base analytics, this low. All the problems that we've been saying for years is wrong with analytics through the first two two plus weeks of this season is manifesting. Have yeah. been like extremely exposed. So like maybe that means it'll all because now the Yankees front office is like, well, it'll all just revert back to the means. But I mean, do we believe that that's necessarily going to happen? No. Oh my god. Um, why don't you tell me some of the topics that you thought up over the course of yeah, pick some of the topics? So, because I wanted to kind of go off what we were saying last week too, a little bit, but in different directions. I have. Let's see here. That's an out. Chad Green is um, amazing. Lucid dreaming. Astral projection. Okay. Mediums. Okay. And planes and dimensions we don't have access to. Cool. Those are cool things. But I feel like that's all kind of like one okay. in my brain. So, what'd you have? Nothing, nothing really, but I did want to talk about sort of more along the lines of like. Kind of what we were talking about last week in terms of consciousness, but bring it more into the idea of like human ascension I guess like what happens in the like if we're really in the fall of society like or the end if there's going to be a new reset a new phase it can't be the reset from the top down on a three dimensional status quo basis like humanity itself has to decide to take the next step as a species yeah but, bring but it that won't into, but it bring won't that matter consciousness but it won't matter i think we have the power to make it matter nope we definitely do no we're gonna have cataclysmic events happening it doesn't matter <laughs> like, you can you can do it but I like don't believe that. we're all gonna what do you mean you don't believe it i think that that's how it ends it's a cycle it, it's happened before so it shall base, happen again the base consciousness those who want to exist in this level will die in some cataclysmic event that's what judgment day and revelations tell us but those who but are i'm not even talking about a religious sense i'm just talking about like in a geological sense that's what happens on this planet and that's what will happen again and what i'm saying is on a spiritual sense the people who are stuck on just this 3d plane of existence will die in that cataclysmic event but we all should know because of what we're told from the scriptures and from our own spiritual Why are we wasting this? Why are we wasting this? What do you mean? Why are we wasting this conversation? Oh, I think all this will go at the end as like a Yankees end of game. Because like, I don't want to talk about the Yankees during the podcast. So like, yeah, but now we're, we're not talking about the Yankees. Now you're talking about consciousness. We're, just, we're and... talking about what, we, what could possibly come up in the podcast. Well, you're going to waste it. No, it's going to go at the end, after the squirt. People will think that the podcast is over, but there'll be like 10 minutes of us talking about the Yankees and They're not going to listen to it, though. I don't care. Because you don't... No one listens to anything we That's say. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> These are Easter eggs for people who listen. For like internet archaeologists. When's the last time Darren O'Day pitched? <clears throat> he used to have it six games in our terrible stretch here. No runs. This has got to be the outing where it changes. Because it's a one-run game in the ninth. Like, why not? And we'll score one Why run. not let Brasso just wreck our buttholes right here? 
Good step off. I yep. like that. Reset. <laughs> All right, lock in now. Here we go. Three strikeouts on the day for Brousseau. He's due. <laughs> Come on, baby. Get these two outs. No. <sighs> Please don't walk. Please don't walk anyone. The Rays have so much fun playing baseball. Most teams around the league have so much fun playing baseball. <laughs> the Yankees, look the like Yankees have no fun. Chore. And they treat it like it's such a chore. The way that people get days off and no one no one can play through injuries. like They don't treat it like a team that's... They are a very cocky team that has earned nothing to be cocky about. I hate to agree, but I feel like that's probably true. Like, the Rays at least get to be, like, the scrappy underdog. So it's fun that they're good and they can play, like, fun baseball. What are we? We're not even that old. We seem old. It feels like we're old. It feels like we're old. Like, the whole team just feels slow. We have no speedy base runners. We have no skilled defensive players. Oh, no. Why is Clint so bad at the outfield? He caught that perfectly fine. Where did after... he throw the ball earlier today? I didn't see the play, but uh, I listened to John and Susan. I li- and I listened it. to John try to explain it, so I don't know. I didn't see the clip. <laughs> All right, Joey Wendell. We meet again. Susan was like, who did he throw that ball? No, John was like, who did he throw that ball to? And Susan was like, no one. <laughs> he just, just threw the ball to no one. Bases. Remember that game the Orioles played last year or two years ago? With that dude in left field who oh was just airmailing the home... Like, he looked like a little eager. That was awesome. Here we go. Oh, no. Dude, <laughs> Joey Wendell. Did I not call this? Joey Wendell? Do you remember... He's actually might be, like, in my top five favorite players in baseball. As much as I don't like him because he kicks our ass... He's just genuinely, like, so two good. years ago. I think his rookie year was two years ago in 2019. Could have been 2018, but I don't... He was awful. Like, he wasn't good. He was, like, a 220 bat, like, hitter. But they said, like, he's he's got, like, really great bat-to-ball skill. He's really come alive. Like, last year he was pretty good. This year he's a 330 hitter. He's got power. I love just how old school he is. He's sick in the field. He just... With that real, like, crouched, like, kind of stance. No batting gloves. Dude just well, hits, man. You can't really be mad at O'Day for the solo home run. Him just hit. But like, like, I got he this. Was, he was definitely due to give something up, and there it is. There's a run. So now you're down two runs, and you'll definitely come into the ninth inning, and someone will hit a solo shot, and you'll lose by one run. Or you might not even do that at this point. Like, we'll probably go down meekly. I love Satsugo. <laughs> Look at that guy. He looks I like love young, his name. He looks like young Yachty Molina. Catch it. He's got such a good name. Satsugo. Satsugo. What do you think Hideki Matsuyama's doing right now? Did you see the picture of him after he won the green jacket in the airport? No. Oh, he was just... Just like alone like, with his jacket, like a couple seats down. Just like, what are you doing, dude? It's like green jacket. I don't, I don't care. Love that guy. 
Joey Wendell. All right, get this strike. Let's get back at it. All right, time to lose. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, what if we just had a 61 year? Well, that's what I just put <laughs> on Reddit. I was like, what if this just goes on the whole year? Like, who's to say it doesn't? Why? Okay, just really bad luck where everyone has a down year all at the same time. And it's just, we're just not that good. And you're good. just not that good. Do you, you just... You just rebuild. Right? You've got to figure out what you're doing. You get out of as many contracts as you can. You don't pay anyone that you don't have to pay. You build around Cole. Like, we better start quick. Well, yeah, because Cole's getting older. I think Cole's going to be good until the day he's done, though. Like, I don't think he's going to be... Like, I think he's going to kind of be like a... I've never been a big believer in Cole. You know this. He's fucking sick. He's looked good as he ain't. This year... Last year, I was like... He... Last year at the end, he really started to perform. But in the beginning of the year, I was like, he's not really doing... Would you try and sign or trade for a Scherzer or a Verlander type pitcher? Like an older guy? Who's like still kind of guy? Well, Verlander's like... I can't... Like, he's done, right? Like, he's going to be a free agent this year, but he hasn't pitched now in a year and a half because of his injury. Like, he's got to be done. There's no way he's going to be good. But I'll take a flyer on him. So, that would do it. But but that doesn't mean that's all you do, like we did this year. It's like, well, we'll just take some flyers on, like, Corey Kluber. Like, no, that's not what you We got Montgomery, we got... When the bullpen... The bullpen's been great. Even despite this one run that they just gave up today. It's another day where they look pretty good. One solo shot. Green came in, he was good. So, it, Britain's coming back. The but the bullpen, the bullpen has been under. I love that our, so much pressure. But I love that our philosophy. We've gone to the extreme. Like our philosophy was like home runs and good bullpen. It's like yes, that was a good strategy. Now we're and now it's like no only home, and, only home runs and bullpen. But we're not hitting home we don't runs. Do anything else? We don't have starting pitching outside of Cole. That strategy could work if you actually hit the home runs. You got to be decent, man. Like when you're we only hitting, no when you're getting anything. three hits a game. I, I was watching the Mets, and I, I always watch. I like the, the Mets the are Mets. probably fun to watch, dude. They're not that fun. They're not that good yet. But De- you know what they have? Degrom. They have diversity throughout their lineup, like, and it's a well-built lineup. Like, yeah, yeah, they got two guys like McNeil, McNeil and Nimmo. McNeil and Nimmo are like. You got Alonzo, who's a slugger. Then you have Conforto, who should be better than what he's With been. Lindor, you have an all-around just like superstar in the middle of the lineup. That's a great-looking team. Yeah, we don't have that. Hicks and Glaber and Glaber Torres is our Lindor, and he's awful. He's not that good yet. Rafael Devers is so much better than Glaber, and it makes me so sad because I hate now. Devers. You can't give up on Glaber. Two young kids in the same class. Glaber is always ranked ahead of them. All right, here's the game. It's amazing. Do the Yankees get a hit no. in this inning? I mean, maybe. Or do they just go I down one, two, three? They're going to rally, and if they didn't give up that one run. They're not going to rally. They would have a chance. This team doesn't rally. This team has no fight. Like, they go down, they lose. Like, do you remember the 2017 team or the 2018 team? What set them apart was how determined they were. They get knocked down. You don't turn a game off because they can win any game. We don't have that ability to just go out there and be like, we're going to hit the ball and score runs. That's because we have no one who can just put the bat on the ball. 
Who the heck is that guy? Is that Italian? Yeah. Tyrone. Like, what happened to Glaber Torres' power? What happened to his natural ability? It just seems like he, everything is sloppy and not good. I still blame but I've been Boone. saying it. I still blame Boone. I've been saying it for two for a season now. Like I think he drinks. Nobody wants to play for Boone. Like maybe Glaber's just getting like a little too drunk before the games. Think he's drinking before the games? I think he's drinking the night before. All the time. Maybe he's just a hard alcoholic. I don't think so. It's the only way to excuse some of the plays he makes in the field. Is if he were borderline drunk. Remember the the Red Sox a few like years that. ago got in trouble for that. I like I like what I just saw there. What Aaron Hicks, who's been utter trash, sitting on the bench for Glaber's at bat All up, up front, and he goes, "Come on, Glaber!" I like that. <laughs> he Good seems eye. into it. His bat is gonna come around. Because he said, "Come on, Glaber." Yep. Those are the intangible, the intangibles that the untangibles, the intangibles, the non-tangibles, the tangerines. Glaby, three, two, sit down. <laughs> no, no. I want to see someone break a fucking bat. Hit a cooler. <laughs> Do something. They all just put their head down. Oh, you suck. Yeah, you're fucking terrible. Oh, yeah, that was a good change up there. You tip your hat to the pitcher. Womp. The Rays must look so forward to playing the Yankees. Like, this is going to be like, some easy wins. Somehow. Like, what are you doing, GL? Ball's like down the middle at 93. Like, like, I mean, it's not. to swing after the ball past you, dude. Like, Gio should be. Like, if Gio had a season where he batted 255 with a, with a 699 OPS, it's bad. That'd be fine. It's bad, but it with his defense for... and with everyone. Oh, my God. I told you we aren't going to get a hit. Like, it's just, they just, this is the team. They just go down <laughs> so weakly Weakly. and without any effort. No. When's the NFL draft? Fire fucking Boone now. <laughs> it's not like this Boone. I would fire Thames first. Nah. And see if you can get someone in here who's going to be like, level swing, man. <laughs> level swing and make contact. Good things Are there more balls? How many balls do we have on the in the stands? Throw, start throwing them on the field again. <laughs> that was fun. But don't throw them at the Rays players. Try to hit the Yankee players in the <laughs> face. You guys suck. Oh, don't worry. Odor's up. <laughs> we don't even have, we don't even have Lifetime to, 212 hitter Rugnet Odor. We don't even have anyone to pinch hit for the guy that we just got on the team. We could pinch up Bruce. Yeah, I think like lefty. Like about to retire, pinch hit at bat. Like there might be some magic in there. You do that if you need to tie it. Oh boy, yeah, good just, take. Just take it. I apologize for saying Odor was a two twelve career batting has a two twelve career batting average. It's two thirty seven. See, it's pretty good. That means. 23% of the time, he gets a hit. There's a oh, hit, baby! Oh, no, we lose. <laughs> it's funny because contact, to me, looks like hits so often because we now, make so little I know you have, even when you played baseball, you were never a pitcher. No. But, yeah. if I gave you Could I get two weeks, two weeks to just like, kind of 
get the arm <laughs> loose. And then I said, you have you have to just get three outs against, against this team. You think you can do it? Yeah, I think I could right? at this point. I think I could. Do I have, like, a regular team of players behind me? Like, yeah, no, like you have fielders. Field you have fielders. Yeah, then I think I could get three right? outs. Because they're going to mo- they're gonna pop it up. I could just lay... First of all, because my velocity will be so low, I think I might be able to throw a perfect game against this rookie <laughs> team. Like, I'm going to be throwing, like, 75 at them. Well, Yarbrough... 68? Yarbrough... Yarbrough today was topping out at 79. Like, that's his fastball. No. And they were like, this guy's too we good, man. There's no we way. No, we got swept. So we play the Braves we next. Swept again. The Braves aren't even good. They're throwing out swept. Charlie Morton, who is our kryptonite. Yep. And then Ian Anderson, who his – he remember last year he made his uh, major league debut against us in the seven-inning game, and he went – uh, I think he got through five and two thirds of no hit ball, and then we got a hit. Wow. So we're screwed. You know, we deserve all the losses we can get at this point. Like we've had years and years. Let's rack them up. We've had years and years and years of just taking for granted winning records and being like, "Well, we'll win the World Series next year." And you know what? Our window deserves to close. We didn't. We weren't aggressive enough. It feels. We closed. sat in our loyal. Are we sat in our laurels? We worried about our wallets. We did things that weren't the Yankee way for years now at this point, and I've complained about it every step of the way. I was told that, no, we got to trust the plan. Well, here's the end of the plan at this point. If it fails, then we just have to recognize that it's time to go in a different direction. And I'm okay with this franchise and this team because they're always willing to do what it takes to win. So if this plan proves to fail, I trust them to do what it takes to win. Now... You have to have the humility to understand that the cheap penny-pinching you were doing, especially in an era where the Dodgers exist in the National League... God, they're so good. ...is over. You have to go spend money. Like, you're the fucking Yankees. You have to go... They, they you can't refused. worry about anything. They refused to spend money this year. We got coal last year. That was our big expense. This year... That has to stop. This year, we're not spending anything. we got to get under the luxury tax. You just have to. Well... There's your team. You're a 61 team. You're bad. <laughs> like, you're a bad baseball team. So, and there's nothing... So far, they have not done anything that would show you that at some point they're going to be a good baseball team. Yep. They're just bad. But that's okay. Go... Let's see what happens. Run as, as long as you can with these guys. And then, if you have to blow it up in the middle of the year, blow it up. All right, cut this. We're going to start the regular podcast. Great. <clears throat> Where we won't talk about the Yankees. What a sweep. Great series by the Rays. <laughs> Is that Nope, that's me. That's me tweeting. <coughs> Tip your hat to the Rays. 